Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. For those that are here any day of the week, thanks for being here. It's an honor to be together this morning. Starting next week, we're going to be shifting a little bit from for the live program for those that are here with me on Zoom or Facebook. For the, if you're listening to it on demand anytime, everything's exactly the same, except that we won't be doing Sundays. We're going to figure out what else, what else to do on Sundays. Um, if you're on Zoom, just it's just a registration one time, and then we can put you through that, and we'll be going a little bit different, but they'll be able to chat. So it's going to, it's going to be just the same, and we're going to be making additions to the Boost over the next few weeks. So we look forward to it. We started yesterday with this concept of building rooms, thresholds, mansions of our mind. And these are all techniques in order for us to trigger ourselves to a little bit of a deeper way of living in our life. The goal is to live in this world. The goal is to enjoy at a deeper level the world around us. The goal is not to leave this world. It's not to be above it. It's to be within it. It's to firmly plant our feet on the ground of this world and to strengthen our roots so when there are winds, it doesn't knock us out. It's to more deeply engage in the world around us so that the things that are in front of us are more meaningful to us and our impact is larger. It is a qualitative exercise. That's what we're trying to build here. And the ability to create mental triggers to get our minds right in our lives is the stuff of professional athletes and professional people. I'm, I bet you, and I've done this research for the book, so I'm trying to like pull it up in my brain as we're talking, but when you look at some, let's say, of the top surgeons, they're going through a pregame ritual. In fact, if I remember correctly, in the book, we mention this, how some of the greatest surgeons go through the entire surgery in their minds, in their offices before they walk in and scrub in. It's their ritual. It's their way of using their brains to practice and get started. Because when they walk into a surgery that is that every move could have tremendous consequences, they can't just sort of like roll in while they're having like a conversation. Oh yeah, hold on one second. Yeah, I'm just gonna see if I can get rid of this little tumor. Can you give me? Okay, honey, I'll call you right back. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Hold on one second. Okay, where do I go? Like they're scrubbing into something really important or people aren't just hanging out. And sometimes they are, it looks like they are because they've done their pregame and they got to like relax themselves. But when you play at the highest level, you are triggering and hacking and building mansions in your brain. The problem is that we think we're fans. That's the problem is that we think we're fans. We're not professionals. We're not operating at the highest level. God's like, yeah, you are. That's why your eyes are open. This thing called the world is the greatest game around. It's much more important than for sure sports. 
as great as sports is, yeah, it's called your life. And if you build the right mental triggers and the right rituals and habits that will get your mind, that will prime your mind to be playing at a deeper level for certain moments, then you'll have deeper moments and you'll be grounded. You'll be grounded in a much deeper way. So when you walk into the office, you'll be able to get a lot more accomplished in the time that you're there. So you won't feel like you're unaccomplished at the end of the day. And when you're home, you're really in the office. And when you're office, you're someplace else. And you just, at the end of the year, feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I could be more. And when you're living with people, you're not going, well, I had them for so many years, but I don't know. I feel like we didn't really connect. And when you're going through things like, I don't know, maybe like rituals of your religion, you're not like, I don't know, I've been doing this my whole life, but like, I don't feel anything. Now, it's normal for us to blame everything around. It's my boss, this environment, really. I mean, my old job, that was something. It's my kids, like, they just don't listen to me. It's my spouse or friend or family, just, they're not really, it's God. Like, this stuff just doesn't really speak to me. It never dawns on us that it's not really them, it's us. I'm not saying that they're like perfect and blameless, but God, like outside him, I don't, I'm not saying that they're, everything is perfect, but I'm saying the relationship to things is really in our domain. And, and where we left off and is that we're circling back to what we did maybe like a month ago about when you walk into the room that you build and to the circumstances that is in your life, there's always a light switch at the wall. It's really like a dimmer. And the light switch is really, if you can almost see like, it's sort of set of it saying like on or off, it says giving or taking. And when you walk into a room and there's somebody there, a client, a person, something, And the mentality that we have when we walk in is, okay, what am I getting from this? How does this work for me? Is this working for me? How come I don't feel it already? Like, how come I don't feel it? How come I don't feel it? How come I don't feel it? Waiting to feel something is still self-focused. When you're in the room, when you're doing the work, when you're in the conversation, the light dimmer that you have in your hand is giving or receiving or taking, not receiving. Receiving is a different game. Giving is what is needed from me right now. Forget how I feel. Forget whether I'm getting mine. I'll have time in my room called introspection to figure out if the time that I spend in the room called this relationship is worth it, or am I actually empowering bad behavior by, okay, I I have a room called introspection and I go there every morning, maybe every night. But the room that I'm in right now is is the conference room in my office. The room that I'm in right now is the relationship room with this human being. The room that I'm in right now is working on a project for somebody. The room that I'm in right now is volunteering. The room that I'm in, I'm not in the room of 
questioning the relationship. I've walked in the room already. Is that, I, 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 I'm, I hope that's, that's like, if I'm articulating that right. Once you're in the room, it's too late for that moment to question the relationship and why you're there in the first place. You're there. You're there. I said I would go to this thing. I'm at the thing. Now I'm at the thing. Right? I said I would go to the party, Ma. Now I'm at the party. I know my friends are hanging out, but I said I would go to the family party. Am I going to like drag my head when I'm in the family party? I'm, I'm at the party. I'm already praying. I'm already running. I'm already uh, working. Is this the right job? Is it not the right job? Should I be? Okay, that's what's called. That's, there's a room for that called introspection. But when you're not in that room, you're in the job room, then you're walking into that job. There's no like, should I or shouldn't I be doing this while I am doing it? Yeah, if you don't introspect, then sure, you're doing the job going like, should I even be doing this? Yeah, that's what happens, you know, because when we run through our lives and we're too busy to put the ways on in the morning, then when we're driving the car, we're like, should I be going down this road? Yeah, had I thought about it before I started driving the road, it'd be easier, but okay, I was too busy to do that. Had I thought about, like, had I taken a time out of my life in my busy, crazy, wonderful, amazing, if I had just taken that 20 minutes in the morning to actually sit with a cup of coffee, it's always helpful with a cup of coffee, and think, is this right? I don't know. Let me see how I'm feeling. Let me do it every single day, right? Let me give it some time. That's when you, so then when you're doing the things you're doing, you're like, okay, I, I don't know if this is right or not, but I'll talk about it to myself in an hour. But you, since we don't do that, so then every second, I don't know, do I feel it? Do I feel it? Is this right? And, 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 and. Someone talks to you thinking, and what about this? And, and I got to do, oh my God, I forgot to send an email. I forgot to send an email. I got to do, yeah, that's what happens when we don't have any time to ourselves. That's what happens when you go to bed with the thing in your hand. And like, you have to, we need to be stimulated to go into bed. Like, God forbid, do we have to like, God forbid, can we go into bed and like be thinking? God forbid, do we, can we wake up in the morning and not like hit the ground running? Because the 20 extra minutes is really going to throw us off over our lives. So we just keep on shooting in our gun and not realizing that life isn't about shooting a machine gun. It's about, we have a sniper gun. There's only so many bullets we have in a day called our attention. And it's so much better to adjust the scope before you start. So if you don't have a room in your house called introspection, yeah, every time you walk into some other room, you're like, do I, should I, is it? And half that's destroying our whole ability to be great in that room. Because if you want to be great in the rooms that you're in, you got to turn the light switch on to what is needed from me in this moment. What is needed of me now? Not what do I need? What I need is what I think about when I'm alone. And I need to make adjustments. And I could be in, in abusive relationships. And I could be in the wrong job. And I could be, the, yeah, I need to, I'm, just because somebody pops into my life, it doesn't mean they have to get every bit of me all day. But that's for me and me, or me and my mentor, or me and my friend, or me and my, my, my family, me and whoever I use to ask advice, time. When I'm in the moment, I'm in the world of empathy. And in the world of empathy, the question is, how do I better adapt and connect the thing that is in front of me?
what does this person need? How can I see the world through their eyes? And what value do I bring in this room? Why am I, why am I even here for? What does this child need? Can I put myself in the eyes of the child, not in the eyes of me? What does this friend need now? We're having coffee. Can I put myself in the eyes of my friend as she's telling me some completely irrelevant story about nothing? What is really going on? Oh, she wants to connect. Can I put myself in the eyes of the person I'm working? Can I put myself in the eyes of my client? What if they worried about at night? Why would they even want the product that I'm selling? What's in it for them? Can I put myself in the eyes of my employees? What are they struggling with? into a meeting with them? Where can I be the most value to them? Should they be your employee? Shouldn't they be your employee? That's for introspection time. When everything comes everywhere, when we walk around with the baggage of our thinking, it's really heavy all day and nothing really gets done at a level that needs to get done. When we say, you know, to our brains, you know what? I get all these thoughts and I hear it and it's coming at me in the middle of every room that I'm in. Thoughts, can you do me a huge favor? Can you just wait a little bit? Just wait outside. I'm going to see you at nine o'clock tonight. I have a little pad. I'm going to write it down. I'm in the middle of a meeting now. It sounds insane. Maybe it's insane. But greatness is a little insane. Building a mansion in your mind is insane. It's so much easier to let Netflix give you something to watch so that we can be zombies. That's, that's normal. Entertainment coming at us 20 hours a day is normal. Four hours a day of YouTube, which I think is a stat that I just saw for like 17 to 24 year olds, three to four hours a day on YouTube. That's normal. Waiting for someone to like our picture that we post on our own social app. Yeah, that's normal. It's normal that every time we do something, we need to capture it and tell everyone else about it so they can tell us how great we are. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the social media company saying, no, 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 stick with me. No, 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 don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. No, 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 don't go anywhere. Don't have an experience without me. What's an experience that you can't share with everyone you know every single day? Oh, alone time. That's weird. Alone time to think? No. Hacking your mind so that when you're in a room, you're teaching yourself how to quiet those thoughts by deferring them a few hours. That's what professional athletes do. I don't do that. I, I, I wish I did this well, to be honest. Wish I did this well. No one should ever think that I have this figured out. I am with you. We are the same. We are all in this together. That's what makes life fun. We get to stumble together 
and fail together and pick ourselves up every day with God's help together. Hold on to each other and keep on work walking forward together. It's through the failures that we understand what needs to happen. And when we walk into situations and we stop worrying about ourselves just for the rooms that we've built, and we employ this incredible gift that God gave us called empathy, which is this incredible glue that is available to us to attach ourselves to the people that are around us. Empathy is like this, you know, it's like the opposite of, of COVID, you know? COVID is this like invisible repellent. That every time you go near someone, you're like, did they have COVID? Did they have COVID? I don't have my mask on. I, I need two masks because I don't know if they have COVID. Did they touch that thing? Did they just breathe on me? Can you step away from me? Can you social distance? Can you get away from me? Can you get away from me? Oh my gosh. That person, maybe that person, maybe that, maybe the person knows someone who has COVID and then they have it. So they gave it to them. COVID is like a repellent. It's an invisible repellent. It's driving us insane. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I'm saying I just want to, I want to appreciate what it's doing to our society. And that when I see a human being now, I want them away from me. And if they come close to me, I need to put on a barrier so they don't get too close to me. And if they've touched anything that I've touched, I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Empathy is an attractant. Empathy is a glue that doesn't make us sick. Because when I walk into a room and I try to be empathetic to you, what I'm doing is I'm bypassing your breath and your lungs and every aspect that can potentially be in, in, in contaminated. I'm going right for your soul. I'm going right for your soul. I walk into my sit down and I go, okay, can I see the world from your position to some extent? Can I be here for you? Can I think what I can do for you? I am like, I am like sending out from my soul the energy that I've gotten because I'm an outlet. If you go back to all the different, I hope you can follow all the different examples. If I send out the energy to you called empathy, it's attaching to your phone, it's attaching to your energy. That attachment of me wanting to be valuable to you is more valuable than the words that I say or the things that I do. And it feels different. And we've both been there because we've both been in front of human beings that have done this to us. And we don't remember what they said. We don't even remember what they did. We remember how they said it and how they did it. Because we sort of sensed that what they wanted was to be good to us, you know, the teacher, the parent, the friend, the boss that just wanted to be beneficial to you. You don't remember what they said. Maybe you do, but it's not, it doesn't matter. They, they walked into the room called your relationship and they sat down and they touched the, the, the light switch and the light switch was turned towards what can I give? 
and they sent their energy out. This is like real stuff. They opened their soul and their soul came over and the light of their soul, the spiritual energy attached to yours and you subtly felt something different about them. They're not more articulate or more charismatic or more brilliant. Many times they can't even really help, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because what you want more than help is people, is attachment. That's what we really want. We want each other. That's more valuable than the stuff that we're looking for. Work, life, those are all just excuses for me and you to create a real relationship. All right, we'll continue. Tomorrow is a special day. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit tomorrow. But until then, try this today. Try to walk into a room in your life. Reserve all the what's in it for me judgment just for the few minutes. Imagine that light switch. Turn it on to the, the, the tune of giving and just try to empathize and be there for the person in front of you and see how that feels. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have an amazing, amazing day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow.